0: Hey everyone, it's Mike here. We are getting into our second part of the two part Comic Con episode, and after we wrap up Saturday and Sunday, we will be talking the last 10 episodes of Normies Like Us, recapping some of the topics we've touched throughout. So I want to say thank you for listening to these 10 and now our 11th episode, and welcome back to NormieCon and the recap. We are here live at 2018 San Diego Comic Con
1: thank you as a longtime fan of the character and comics in general aren't you oh stanley Um, you are a god got that right
2: let's just go ahead and jump to our next one now to start saturday the first panel there the biggest one in my opinion this is dc trying to really reclaim the reign we're talking warner brothers full panel with jason momoa and the aquaman crew supposedly some wonder woman 84 news patty jenkins might show a trailer we might also get a shazam
1: trailer i think we'll get a shazam trailer but again none of this really matters prediction wise because by the time you listen to this you're going to know
2: it all well so what do you think do you think aquaman will one premiere their trailer with a new release date do you think they will blink who's playing chicken here I, i somebody's walking away from this nobody wants that full release date on christmas it'll be bumblebee Oh, you think so? Universal's made the stand. that does not seem like they're
1: blinking yet. Then no one's going to blink and they're all dummies.
2: Aquaman has moved their European premiere so far. They so cannot...
1: maybe they'll move it up as well for the <sighs> domestic. I think I don't think they can. Like just on a, you blew it on Justice League. You blew it on Batman <laughs> show versus a Superman. Weakness, you blew it saying. on, you can't move three out of your five release dates. That's a bad look, man. I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah,
2: I'm with you. I hope not. That's a bad
1: look. That would look pretty bad. Um
2: you know, this is this is kind of the one that I feel the best about DC-wise, James Wan, the master of horror. Saw, Insidious, the uh, pictures all look great Fast and too. The Fast and 7. the Furious, Seven, which has the greatest special effects. I mean, they have a guy who is dead in that movie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, come yeah, on. True. So I, I don't know. We've seen some pictures now released right before the trailer comes out again. Normies, you'll have seen it by the time you listen to this. Maybe. I think it looks interesting. I'm in. I'm in. Like an adventure tale in the vein of Romancing the Stone is what he said.
1: Yeah, which I'm sold on. And, like, I think it's also important for fans to know a lot of things are divided these days. You're either Marvel or you're DC or you're either original Star Wars or Disney Star Wars. Uh, Speaking for myself, I I love Marvel and DC. Like, I want DC films to succeed. I want Aquaman to be a good movie. Um, Do you think we're going to get any other dc announcements though
2: it truly is seeming like david sandberg might bring a shazam trailer as well that we saw just pictures for that production we got our first look in entertainment weekly this past week uh i'll say that the colors are popping in it like obviously they are trying to distance themselves from that dark you gotta and gritty to get out of look. that snyder
0: it's no, man, so it's, depressing it's big
1: yeah. is what Shazam is. Mm-hmm. It's it's big the superhero movie and I couldn't yeah. be more excited about that.
0: I want my superheroes to make me feel bad. Like, <laughs> you know, like life is already dark. Why do yeah. they
1: Are it's... we going to get a Batman movie ever?
0: So, are we going to get some Matt
2: Reeves bad news? Yeah. Uh we've seen a new head take over uh uh of the Department of DC's films. It's the man who used to run uh, New Line's horror cinema, so he's very familiar with James Wan and David Sandberg uh, from all the Annabelle films and stuff like that. He has come out and say that he is not a fan of Slates, so they're probably not going to be tipping too much of their pre-production hand plans. Now, that's a little hard, and I see making some faces, Joe, as a fan to sort of get excited for the future. Well,
1: not even as a fan, but just as, like, someone who understands how movies work you're not a fan of slates meaning you're not confident in anything you have no faith in your production Um, schedule because even even marvel movies or disney movies or sony movie i mean any movie when a studio knows they're going to make a movie and they know when it's going to come out it'll say untitled so-and-so movie i mean you it's a it's a business first and foremost. Oh, absolutely, and you speaking know of be what we're talking
2: about today, CinemaCon, which is something where mm. cinema purveyors and theater owners all attend in Las Vegas, is where a lot of these slates are typically put out by production studios because they have to let theater owners know what's going to be coming to their theaters, let people start figuring out what the advertising budgets, things like that, are going so to be. And it's say worth noting are not
1: going to do that. Yeah, and it's worth noting that that was a couple months ago, and DC did not update um no sony pictures did they showed a new uh Into the spider-verse trailer you know marvel had their movies there i mean it's just it's a business first and foremost you have to let people know when things are coming out to say that you're not a fan of slates is just saying like eh, we're not really confident in anything we're
0: yeah, doing unfortunately not aquaman coming soon Maybe. aquaman
2: coming soon wonder woman news there so be on the lookout folks For the rest of that day on Saturday, we're seeing a lot of the DC TV shows. We're going to get a Black Lightning panel with the cast there, Krypton, the sci-fi Superman show, The Gifted, which is, of course, Marvel's X-Men TV show on Fox, then the CW-verse, which is Supergirl, Arrow, and of course, The Flash.
1: Yeah, and we can kind of just add all of Sunday's major panels into that as well, because they're mostly CW shows as well. We have... Supernatural, Riverdale, stuff like that's got all, all going to be on Sunday.
0: And these um, DC TV shows is really their their shining star, right? We give, oh. we give oh, a lot yeah. of problems there's a lot of problems with the movies, but the CW stuff, The Flash and all that is is really strong. So, this yeah, is what people I think are excited people about. People are
2: saying that they water it down too much, they make it too much for a soap opera market. I think they know what they're making it for. They know what the audience of the CW is. There's a lot of uh, races, you know, a lot of different genders, you know, a lot of different sexualities. There is an incredible amount of diversity in these. And of course, Stephen Amell is going to be there, the star of Arrow. He's going to be touting the big crossover.
0: Also, that happens
2: once a year. You see these DC shows come together. We're seeing Batwoman. That's the big thing he's pushing this oh, year. Oh,
0: wow. That's great.
1: Yeah, which is their first acknowledgement of, of Gotham superheroes. We've seen Gotham be mentioned before, and Obviously, Superman has appeared on Supergirl, so yeah. Metropolis is a thing. But, Colin, if we're jumping into Gotham superheroes, Batwoman mm. is the first one. Yeah, that's who I think of guys? when I think of Gotham. Is she going <laughs> to fall in love with Supergirl's
2: sister? Uh, interesting, yeah, because uh, Carol cops. Kane's character They're is, both, of course, uh, uh, a lesbians. lesbian. Um, you know, I don't know. Uh, my whole thinking on it is is that, you know... Do you want Superman? We got Supergirl. (laughs) Do you want Batman? We got Green Arrow. (laughs) It's like, you know, I just, I wish the CW universe did not have their hands cuffed so often.
1: Oh, because they do. I mean, you can go all the way back to season two or three of Green Arrow. I'm sorry, Arrow. Don't call him Green Arrow. That's right. Um, Where they did a Suicide Squad episode and Tara Strong plays Harley Quinn in a cell but they were not allowed to even credit her as Harley Quinn. No, I
0: believe she's laughing girl. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, um, handcuffed or not, they've been doing a good job and I think everyone's excited for the panels and see what is announced for that. I don't really watch these shows. I know you guys do.
1: Yeah. Colin, I just caught, uh, last year's, um, crossover event, all four episodes. Cause all of the shows are on. Oh, I know that was a big deal. I watched that one. Pretty Um, good. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Um, Kind of has a red sun vibe from the comics. You have a a universe where Hitler won World War II. I would II. love to see uh, a red sun Superman. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> oh, kind of like that. It's 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 um, Earth X is the 50th, 53rd Earth in that universe because it's a multiverse. So there's multiple Earths. There were fifty two Earths. Sneak attack. There's fifty three. Okay. It's just such a dark world. You'd never want to travel there. So, so it's just Earth talk about it. X, um, and Hitler won. And uh, Supergirl is basically like Superman Red Son over there. So, I mean, it, okay. it was a fun event, like four episodes. That's where you had the Flash wedding and the, the, the Arrow wedding as well. Um, how do you up that, though? Like, how do you... I mean, I know you're adding back. Yeah, by bringing
2: in the Gotham universe. Um, I know that the showrunners themselves want to start releasing these films as... Films, you know, cut the episodes together, make it a movie, you know, release it on the CW app, CW Seed, something like that. I don't know. I I think the direction that they're heading is great. I it's a lot to balance, of course, because every season I have to sit down and say, well, I don't know who that Legends of Tomorrow character is who's joining up, but I, I think they do a good job of explaining it
1: in universe. They do, and you know, I think it's worth noting that right now we're about to see the drop of the DC app the dc universe Ooh. your universe we're going to get
2: titans we're going to get swamp thing a lot Harley of standalone Glenn. shows yeah, just do that universe coming. doom
1: patrol not going to be tied into the cw stuff
2: not going to be tied
1: into the cw stuff but do you think we could see a supercut of the cw stuff oh i dropped would love that. on that yeah,
2: app. absolutely and you know there's a lot of talk that maybe the Snyder cut of justice league might end up on that thing yeah might i as think well. that's a lot of propaganda
1: yeah, i just
0: fucking drop it who cares about that movie right yeah. and another
1: panel that we we just kind of glossed over because it doesn't really matter is the the Batman Man, the animated series is going to have an official blu-ray that entire series is going to be on this app which is the reason i'm going to get oh that's great mm,
0: interesting seems like we're moving to a world where it's like the old studio system
2: yeah unfortunately
0: you know like it, you have to use their app to watch their shows their content it's going to be just like cable you know, it's only ten bucks, but now I have to subscribe to ten different ones, so I'm still paying a hundred. Turns out it's a hundred bucks a month. Oh, yeah. this is this a cable package? I'm piecemealing it, but yeah, I gotta yeah. pick and choose now. So I mean
1: and like Hulu even lets you do that. Like Cassie and I just got Showtime. Um, because there's a couple Showtime shows we're excited about in the Ooh. future. Um you could just add it right to Hulu. So it's almost like a, a la carte cable system.
2: Opt in. Well, hey, let's wrap up this last segment with the last night's production. Uh, We talked a little bit about Sunday. The last moment of Saturday that I think is the biggest thing to talk about. It's the Deadpool 2 uncut screening. Yeah. I think that this is interesting because it's Fox niching out Comic-Con for themselves. Deadpool 2 has come and gone, and yet it's still in the culture. They're not doing a Dark Phoenix panel. They're not talking about New Mutants, both films that they have right. pushed back to do reshoots for. God.
1: Or the merger. No, none no, absolutely that is not. Being
2: addressed. They are focusing on what is working for them, and that is Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: You're, he's like, I told you I should have done it.
1: Yeah. And the uncut version is 15 minutes longer, including more blood, more gore. Uh, more fucks and more farts, I'm sure. Stuff that was not featured in the theatrical release. Colin, any predictions on like bigger stuff that we might see as comic book fans? So this is what I want to
2: mention to you, Joe. I don't know if you saw this. One of the deleted scenes is listed as chess game with Omega Red. What? That's fucking funny. So, would they do that i don't know what that means guys omega red is a huge x-men villain who we've sort of talked about in the background would be an incredible wolverine villain for a film or something like that it's a winter soldier-esque where you're seeing a character go in and out of freezing you know playing with that time period piece i think it would be so interesting
1: yeah part R- of the weapon x program another super healing super strong adamantium based uh villain
2: russia's Response to the Weapon X program, interestingly enough. Yeah. So, you know, would they go as far as, did they cut a character who would have that much makeup? He's got white skin, you know, long blonde hair, huge metal tendrils yeah, coming
0: out of whips, him. Kind of like Whiplash, if you yeah, saw Iron Man bit, 2. Yeah.
1: So, I don't know. I That yeah. universe are fox is so good at crafting cgi characters i mean that colossus is the best colossus we've it is seen. it really is um juggernaut juggernaut, juggernaut guy, looks yeah. great looks great um wow i, I hope that's the case man um, fans yeah. if you're not at comic-con don't worry that version is going to be included on the blu-ray you're going to be able to see it in the next two months
0: see that's a weird thing i would go to comic-con and spend a whole day just to watch a cut of a movie that I've seen before. Yeah, that's a little like, rough. Maybe reconsider gonna your goals. That's going to be on the Blu-ray. Yeah, so the do something else.
2: S- the screenings are typically a little closer tonight. if that helps it it's out It's 10 well. to midnight. Yeah, it can be the last thing you oh. do that day. The that, convention floor closes at <laughs> 10.
1: So it's like literally the floor closes, you, you go to the movie. Go inside, get the fuck out. Yeah, And then you go to the bar from midnight to 2 a.m. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: All right, guys, well, that's the full schedule. That's been
2: our predictions, our thoughts on it. We're obviously, again, going to know all the results afterwards. Normies, we're excited for you to hear it. Let us know. We'll be doing a follow-up talks eventually at some point. Uh, We're very excited to see the results of this San Diego Comic-Con 2018. Thanks for sticking around. We're going to finish up Normicon right after this break.
0: Imagine a world
2: where you can experience Comic-Con anytime, from anywhere, all year long. It's
1: almost as if you're reading my mind.
2: Oh, We are Say Hello to Comic-Con HQ. The floor opens this summer. All right, guys, we're back. We're talking conventions. Giving our final thoughts here, and I'll throw it over to you guys, Mike. Final thoughts on conventions, Comic-Con in general, anything like that?
0: All right, my final thoughts, hot takes. Comic-Con is overrated. It's too crowded. (laughs) It's going in hot. And it's just commercial. It's just commercial shit. Hey, go watch our movie. We know you're going to see it. Please watch our movie. It's not about the comic community. That's how I feel. It's just too big. It's too Hollywood. It's too much. Go to a smaller con. You'll have more fun. Um, when you go to a con, prepare and have a game plan, but enjoy yourself first and foremost. So that, that's my thoughts.
1: Uh, final thoughts here. Having been to San Diego Comic-Con, it is a ball if you go in with zero expectations. Mm. I didn't try to make it to any panel. I followed the hashtags and stuff just as much as I would at home. Colin. For years, you and I have sat around every Comic-Con weekend with our phones up, with our iPads up, watching movies. Did you see
2: this? Did you see that? Did exactly. you see this? Did you see that? Exactly. And just
1: sharing it with each other while we hung out and drank some beers. That is exactly what you should do if you're a fan, is just look for the things you want to see online. If you get a chance to be at San Diego Comic-Con, don't stress. You're supposed to be having fun. Have fun. Um. Beyond the convention floor, there are five or six art galleries right around that area that are free to walk into. They have water, they're fair-priced, and you can talk to artists. That is what you should be exploring. Uh, Pitch for WonderCon here. (laughs) WonderCon in um, Anaheim, California, is the sister convention of Comic-Con San Diego and New York. That is a convention worth flying to Southern California for. Uh, you can get a good price to the ticket. You can go to Disneyland. You can go to Medieval Times. You can do all of that oh, and yeah. get a chance to actually interact with creators you like. Mark Wade, Gail Simone, Dope. Jim Lee, Scott Snyder. These are all people I was lucky enough to have conversations with uh, at the hotel bar. You're never going to get that at San Diego Comic-Con. It's too much. just too much. Um, but if you come to Anaheim for WonderCon, you'll get that. I would highly recommend doing that as a, as a fan of the comic industry. And even if you're into the movies, Warner Brothers has panels. I got to see the whole cast of Ready Player One, Ernie Klein, uh, all talk about how great Spielberg is oh, last year. It was well, so fun. that's what the fun. book is about. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and if you're not in Southern California or New York, your local cons are going to be great. And here's a spoiler alert. A lot of the booths that are at San Diego Comic-Con are the same booths that are at your local Comic-Con. They travel across the country. These shops, this is their life. This is their job. They come to you.
0: Yeah, and you're only missing a trailer that will be aired on YouTube, so you're fine.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) if that. And you wouldn't wouldn't get into Hall H anyway.
0: Nope. Colin? You know, uh,
2: you go to these conventions for a sense of community. You go there because you have similar interests as these other people. That's the entire thing is to bring these people together. You will have a smile on your face walking around seeing somebody dressed up as Ash from the Evil Dead at a horror convention because that movie means so much to you and it means so much to that other guy. And that blows your mind. That's incredible. I don't know the next convention I'm going to go to. That's my issue. They're getting so expensive now. I've taken WonderCon off the past two years and been fine with it. I've found cheaper comics online, unfortunately, you know. Uh, So that might be a huge detriment to fans down the road. Maybe we'll see some price drops or more specialization. Maybe we'll see more days at conventions. I don't know. But I think something has to change to keep up interest. I think it's
1: growing too large. It's worth noting that uh, 2017's attendance was less than 2016's. Uh, Obviously, we haven't had final numbers as a recording for 2018. 2018. um, But Comic-Con has kind of peaked in 2015 with Mm. 168,000. I'd be curious
2: to see. And that was kind of the last time that I remember it being, you know, cool,
1: if that makes sense. It really does not seem cool anymore. And Seems tiring. I I, I said it before, I'm going to stand by it. I think... In the next coming years, we will see announcements that every major franchise is going to have their own con. We're going to see more and more of this um, spreading out and, and going everywhere. Because the bottom line is, there's more than enough to go around. This shit has gone truly from
0: niche to normie. I think you couldn't have said it any better.
1: Yeah, I agree. Fight that power,
2: listeners. Uh, keep going to your local conventions. Keep making contacts there. Keep making friends might
1: make and support some smaller friends. businesses. You might never know. You might just meet an artist who wants to draw your comic book. Yeah. Or work a, together. a writer who wants to write something for you to draw.
0: There's you could be the next the Kirby and life. Lee. Who knows? Yeah, that's great. And
1: we hope you are.
0: And we hope you're listening now. Yeah. Keep the dream alive. Go to the cons. I'll probably go to a Star Trek con next. Do you think that'll be your next one? I've never show? been to one. WonderCon. I think it'll be fun. Maybe catch WonderCon with you guys I mean, well. I go
1: to WonderCon every year.
0: Um, and you're
1: going to keep it up? Oh,
0: yeah. I mean... <laughs> until it gets bad. Unless
1: it changes. Right now for the whole weekend is $75 a ticket. It's the week. It is that you buy tickets is the week that you get your tax refund.
0: Oh, uh, smart. so
1: it is a good time for a con. It's spring break. Usually uh, it was easy for me to take work off because we already had some, some days there for Easter yep. break or
0: whatever anime expo is 160 dollars this year last year it was 105 and uh i actually got a chance to perform with friend of the show Ex kaita of the god squad oh yeah. no wait.
1: so you were on the the god squad performance we've yeah. been last year they were there too
0: oh you saw the performance last year yeah yeah so they're doing their second year over there I got to get on stage and spit some anime bars Good for Oh you, shit, King is, yeah, Mike King Mike the 13th is out here so check it out and be sure to uh, yeah if you were there and you saw the God Squad uh, tweet them you know at uh, xkaita and at t-time, t time the God Squad t h a g o d s q u a d
1: yeah throw that hashtag out there because I know they're always looking for pictures that they might not have gotten from yeah, people who if were you were there.
0: there at AX and you saw it you were dying in the heat in your cosplay but you caught the God Squad shows they played Ooh, a- Thank you every day of the weekend, they were doing it, so yeah, yeah, shoot it out. And uh, other than that, yeah, getting and those back, crowds were pretty,
1: pretty fucking dope, man. Yeah, I mean, they, how uh, was it being you, on stage with all They that? did
0: the Instagram live stream, it was really cool. It was uh, you know, a little bit nervous, I haven't performed on a stage in you know a while, um, but it was fun. So I thank X and Tea Time and the God Squad for giving me that chance. And we look forward to having them back on the show for a future uh, anime episode. We'll see. So they had an almost $60 price hike this year.
1: Uh, even something as small as TwitchCon, mm. which is just for Twitch streamers, has gone up uh, 75% in the oh. last year.
0: So be cautious, listeners. Um, make sure you get your value. Make sure you know what you're in for. Like I said, keep your expectations tempered. And in the meantime, there's plenty of good cons with great people in your area, even if you're not in Southern California. So check it out and just engage with that community. If you love something, it's fun to be around other people who love it. And we appreciate you listening to us talking about those and such things. And that's been
2: cons, absolutely. Thank you for listening. Thank you for standing in lines, beating the heat. Uh, we don't have any exclusives to offer you. We apologize about that. But follow along on our social media. Reach out to us on Twitter, uh,
0: Instagram as well. Yep, and this has been Mike. Joe, this is Colin. And thank you for joining us on the first ever NormieCon panel, 2018. Catch you later, Normies. Ayo. <laughs> Hey Normies, this is Mike here. Uh, Right now we're going to do a little special segment. It's going to be a wrap-up now that this is our 10th slash 11th episode. Um, We want to just touch back on some of the topics we talked about. Some of the hitter shit, some of the stuff that we were predicting. Now we've seen some of these films such as the new Jurassic Park. I've gotten my hands on the new Dark Souls series. There's some big Marvel news, Star Wars news. So we're just going to recap that and see where we're at after 10 episodes. We appreciate you listening. So here we go with a very special segment, a conversation about our past. So, you know, we're out here. Ayo, bad boys. Ayo, bad boys. We out here. Hey, normies. Hey, it's Mike. Joe. It's Colin. And here we are here um, recapping kind of where we've come from. It's now been 10 slash 11 episodes. This is the part 2 of the Comic-Con episode.
2: We really appreciate you listening. Uh, we still have not figured out if you're the normies or if we're the normies,
1: as Jacob's always asking. Nah, everybody's the normies. Yeah. <laughs> we're all right. the <laughs> normies, there, baby.
0: Yeah, we weren't until Comic-Con, and now we all are. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's just touch on some of these topics that we talked about. Um, obviously, the first episode was a generalities, but the second episode was on Star Wars. So, there has been some Star Wars news. Some they're kind of putting things on hold as far as the other films in the light of uh, how Solo performed.
1: Yeah, so this kind of ties into the Star Wars Generalities episode and the Solo episode. Standalone films stories are on hold. Man, how do yeah. you guys feel about
2: that? It's punishment. Uh, you know, a lot of fans of Obi Wan getting his own series were kind of bit by not going to the Han Solo oh, That's film. what you get, man.
1: <laughs> I'm yeah, so mad. Like, if you're going to support, support. But if you're not going to support, you, you, you well, can't boycott. Well, I don't boycott. think you have to, though. You don't have to, no. No one's obligated, yeah. You can't boycott a series and then be mad when they say, oh, we're going to put it on hold and figure out what people want. Yeah, by the way, guys, it didn't work. And we're all saying, well, no, half of it did. Yeah. And,
2: oh,
0: but we won, Obi-Wan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't mean it, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah I mean, it's really like, you know, we bit the hand that feeds and and here's where we are.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm really upset, though, because I wanted I just wanted I said it on the solo episode. I was I was hesitant, but I wanted to do well so that I could get the Obi-Wan Ewan McGregor film. There is Darth Maul in it. Like there's meat on the bone for Obi-Wan and Darth Maul to have a showdown. I know they did that in Rebels. But now it's on hold, and
2: well, yeah, we don't know if Einan Reich's getting his own film. We don't, don't know if so. the James Mangold announced Boba Fett, Fett film is going. But did forward. you see the quote from him no, where please. he was
1: like, um, "You know, don't don't take so much stock in rumors. Like just because they say things are on, well, hold and Kathleen Kennedy has kind mean. of come out and said that as well. Yeah. So, well, because mm. I, today's, I mean, we're so reactionary. Like the internet exists, and and the second something's announced, everyone's got an opinion on it, and that's kind of. You know, maybe everyone's reacting. May do you do you think that them saying things on hold was a way to be like, oh, oh no, oh no, come back, Star Wars? Like, do you think yes. that that's what You're they saying wanted to from build up us? the fans? Kind yeah. Of
0: be, oh, yeah, maybe they're just trying to be like, oh, how many writers do we have left? How many do we fire?
2: Yeah, no. I don't know. I think the main thing is they're going to step away from summer releases. They'll go back to they Christmas,
1: to. which is, Solo was the only one not yeah. released the weekend before Christmas. Every other Star Wars film since Force Awakens has been,
2: but if they do these story ones, the numbered ones like Episode Nine, that's how it worked. You're saying with the other one, I can't remember where Rogue One fit. Rogue in. Rogue One was Rogue Christmas. Rogue One was a Christmas. Was a as well. So can yeah. they do in every other a main one, a spinoff, a main one, a spinoff? I think that was. It takes about two years to do the main ones.
1: But here's yeah. the, here's the problem.
0: Though. That'd be the approach.
1: I mean, are there main ones after Episode Nine? I don't know. Fucking probably. But yeah. they D- Daisy Ridley has said no. That Ray is done after nine for a long time. Well, okay.
0: They make money. There'll be more.
1: Yes. I mean, that's fair to say. But at the same time, we're going to have to adjust at some point to not getting an episode every other.
0: Well, we never did. You know, we yeah. waited years to get the prequels. And then we waited years to get um, episode seven.
1: Yeah, but did we get what we wanted with the prequels? I mean, also, do you think there will be some sort of like...
0: Are, are we getting what, what if, we want now? What
1: if they did it like this, where it was like, you know, episode nine comes out, and then the next episode is like episode 15. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> they just like jump ahead. Yeah. And then we you know get what I mean? A new form of what would
2: be prequels down the line. Yeah, because yeah. you, you can't yeah.
1: call... Yeah, i mean episode one exists that is sure. the you can't go you can't call it episode negative one you know yeah what yeah, I mean? yeah yeah the hell old republic
0: can. old republic yeah,
1: yeah but is the, i mean
2: that's just a spin-off then at that point yeah, yeah it's a spin-off. so they're not
1: hitting pause on ryan johnson? <sighs>
2: johnson i don't think
1: they're hitting pause on ryan johnson i don't think they're hitting pause on john favreau's tv show I mean, all that stuff, I think, is going forward. We have I have another new
2: animated series coming up that's not post-Rebels, but is actually set a little before. is not Forces of Disney. Before, yeah, is actually um, set a little bit before Force Awakens. Why yeah.
0: didn't they get um, Guardians of the Galaxy Gunn, James Gunn? Mm-hmm. Why didn't they get him to do Solo? Because Star-Lord's the best <sighs> modern Han Solo that we have. All right. Mike, that's a terrible yeah. take. I don't no, want right, though. It's right. Too much. Here's it's, the thing for I'll me, I'll say it's right. It's yeah. <laughs> to <laughs> to me, it's me, it's right. Here's the
2: thing for me. If Marvel starts crossing over with Star Wars, I'm a little nervous about John Favreau. I don't
0: want to cross over yeah, the universes, but the No, tone. but the
1: behind the scenes yeah. is what Colin's talking about with, with John Favreau going from Iron Man one and two, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh yep. and obviously an actor all the way up till uh, homecoming. Yeah, Pennsylvania. Yep. Yep. Uh happy. We just saw him in Infinity War as well. Oh, he mm-hmm. was even in I was trying to think back and like I've only seen it 3 times in theaters each time so um I didn't really when when is that being in
2: it? I believe so doesn't he isn't he in the scene with the ring in the beginning or or with uh, Oh, with him uh, and, and No, I thought that was no. his, just
1: oh. him and Pepper. Him now. and
0: Pepper, he gives him the ring in another film. He gives uh, him the ring in Homecoming. in Homecoming. Yeah, it's yeah. just Pepper and Tony in the beginning of Infinity War. Um, oh. But um yeah, Fabro now jump into the Star Wars franchises out of the Marvel side. So.
1: Yeah, and he's doing a a series in between the Battle of Endor and Force Awakens which is basically the time period that like the storyline from Battlefront 2 took place in and the yeah, big
2: thing being the first live action television series
1: yeah 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 yep. and he's going to use some of the technology that he helped pioneer in Jungle Book and Lion King oh which is upcoming God. that's true which is like are aliens ever going to look better than they do in this series
0: and what it's um Donald Glover is Simba is that that's right
1: Donald yeah. Glover Simba Beyonce is uh, Nala is that her name? That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah.
2: We just saw some animatronics from that because it looks like they're going to use a crossover of CG with uh, robotics as well. well which I think is very that's interesting.
1: What's, from from a filmmaking perspective, I think that's what's so exciting about those movies is a mix of it's not even green screen, it's blue screen because the entire bo- environments recreated. Um, a mix of blue screen and animatronics. Like that is Not since really like Life of Pi. And even in that, it was kind of like Mm. so-so. Mixing animatronics and blue screen technology. That's pretty cool.
2: Well, how about this? The last thing for Star Wars, just to wrap up for our listeners, since we've started this podcast, is Last Jedi's on Netflix. Have you guys given another watch? We know how you feel about it, Mike.
0: I I haven't given another watch, but I will. Uh, I'm going to be re-watching the entire series again to really give myself context. Yeah,
1: The entire series from episode... One? Episode one. Like everything? Oh, okay. I'll, I might
0: skip Rogue One. To give um,
2: yourself context. Now, are you saying to see if it's kind of actually the Luke Skywalker you feel it should be in The Last Jedi? Or just
0: how it really does fit into the overarching themes. Okay. and like, Because obviously the prequels have a lot of problems, right? What, who are we kidding, you know? Um, so, yeah, I just want to give myself more context, catch up, and reassess my feelings. Because I do want to have The Last Jedi debate, but I want to at least give it its proper... Uh, second viewing proper assessment oh, we appreciate the due diligence would it
1: only be your second viewing you only saw it once in theaters we saw it once in theaters cuz oh i was my God. very upset all yeah. right joe have you rewatched it i have not because i'm i'm saving it <laughs> like when i watch stuff on netflix um a lot of the times it's just background noise while i'm doing other shit of course um i don't want to do that with my first home viewing of last jedi and i did the same thing with uh force awakens where I had it on Blu-ray, bought it on Blu-ray and I don't think I watched it for like three months afterwards just because I really want time to like, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch this and I'm going to, you know, really enjoy it. Um, it is on, it chapter one, I think is what we should call it now, Yeah, uh, is on HBO. It's the same kind of scenario now where I'm like, oh, I'm going to wait until I really like, Cassie and I are sitting at home. It's a Saturday night. We're turning on a scary movie like i do really want a perfect experience of it yeah gotcha. yeah as opposed to like you know i'll throw on old episodes of like star trek next generation oh, yeah or uh clone wars star wars or stuff like that like just in the background yeah, that's your background noise yeah and like i really want to give it its due
0: that's how I feel about last show as well. That's why. Yeah. Well, Colin. I'll say
1: I've
2: rewatched it twice now since it's been on Netflix. I did a group watch with some friends, and I did a solo, just a background noise. Here's what I've discovered about it. I'm a staunch defender. A lot of people say the most boring stuff is the casino. That's pretty early on or, you know, leading up to it. My new ticket is, and I think this might be a hot take, is I turned that movie off for the last third. When, it, when they get to the wow. Crystal Planet crate. Salt Planet. What are you watching beyond that? I mean, the Luke Skywalker hologram stuff, it's cool, but really the only thing that I'm kind of watching it for is the dope-ass training montages with her and him on that planet, the Adam Driver emotional stuff, and then after the awesome red samurai duel... I'm kind of I'm done with this. It does kind of peak there. Wait, I still list it as one of the better Star Wars
1: movies. There's a lot of Star Wars I would turn off at certain points, but please, go ahead, Joe. You're missing the moment that, like, oh, it makes me, it makes me get emotional even just thinking about it. Uh, Mark Hamill handing the dice to Carrie Fisher and saying, no, one lives, no one's ever really gone. Like, that line, I would keep it on just to see that line. Sure. I like
0: that. I'll take that. And, of course, they put the fucking dice in Solo.
1: Oh, that was the whole buildup. Yeah, I mean, Colin and I had talked about that before. That was (laughs) obvious They were in the original film, though. Yeah, 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 they're there. But, I
0: mean, before... you want the backstory on the dice? Before
1: Last Jedi even came out, I mean, we were like, oh, those dice are a thing in Force Awakens because he hangs them back up in the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, Colin and I were like, oh, it's going to be a part of this. Oh, it's going to be a huge part.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but were they... they a
1: huge part? I mean, they were kind no, of just a no. throwaway. Yeah. I mean, they were him his last last touching memory, you know? yeah. which I like because it was like you know another complaint people have he's about Solo. Sentimental is that uh, you know Kira, like why did you never talk about her and stuff? I mean, he does. He keeps the die. Yeah, and he, that, that, shows is that is that he's... In an emotional connection. It's he's that a... sentimental guy,
0: yeah. even like though he a... pretends not to be.
1: Something uh, an ex girlfriend made you that you still have in your house, like yeah, that's... you know. there's a reason
2: he can't just throw it away and so let's say this the last bit of big upcoming news talking about solo we know for sure lando calrissian is back for episode nine we've gotten the confirmation we've got a little bit of casting news billy d we got to say this as well of course carrie russell a jj abrams staple actress who started with him on felicity was in mission impossible three uh is going to be in the film as well so we're getting a little bit of episode nine casting news billy d williams Back as Lando Calrissian. How does it make you guys feel? I told you earlier, probably my least favorite character. Coming off a of solo now, I kind of like him more, but I don't want to see a thousand-year-old Billy D. Williams. He's just gonna be. Yeah, you know, they killed Han. They killed Mark Hamill at this point. He's the last person we could see. Doesn't it just feel like that?
1: Is Billy D. a good actor? No. Thank you. I'm glad you said. <laughs> I just it watched May.
0: Batman. Yes, he is in that. Right. No.
1: Um.
0: I only know him from Empire and Return of the Jedi. And so. I think
1: there's a reason for that. I mean, I've seen him in other appearances where he plays Billy D. Well, you love when he sells uh, Colt
2: 45. <laughs> <laughs> there's a commercial? Yeah. He did oh, for yeah, Colt 45. Yeah. He used to,
1: oh, he used yeah. to sell uh, 50s. <laughs> uh, 40s. 40s, I'm 40s, sorry. 40s, yeah, 40s. And I also love uh, his appearance on Scrubs. Yeah, maybe Where so. he is uh, Mandy Moore's uncle or something like that. Mm-hmm. And Turk says, Lando! which is like my favorite line from that series (laughs) um well you know not one of my favorite star wars characters
2: one of your favorite star wars characters what we're gonna see the cape love develop more or he's gonna say something (laughs) about how he used
1: to have a big-ass robot that he
2: was in love with um
1: i think his first line i saw another podcast uh, uh pose this question of what do you think his first line in episode nine will be I think his first line will be, "What have you done to my ship?" Uh, I think it'll tie back in. I think it'll be really nostalgia based. Mm. I think I'll he'll want to be this a pr- resistance leader. I'll make this
2: prediction exactly: those last lines in Last Jedi, where they start saying things like, "We'll reach out to our help in the Outer Rim," you know, our our scattered allies. Maybe Lando's been out there doing that.
0: Yeah. Gathering
2: yeah, I mean, we forces, saw him leading
1: the charge. You know, come back into popularity in terms of the universe not even like you know the zeitgeist but just like in
0: in universe he became a good guy again but is
1: it stolen valor don't we just like him because of
2: donald glover's performance
0: yeah i mean it's he didn't really do that much in the original too you know um like he he betrayed them and then and then puts on han's clothes and then you you see the damn mask you know that they had in solo he should have gotten that later anyway it doesn't um,
2: make any sense.
0: What I think what they could do is some bullshit where it's like, I knew your grandfather. I knew Darth Vader. See, he wasn't a good that's man. that's what I'm scared of. He could talk of. to Kylo. Any
2: interaction that he would have with any other with Kylo characters specifically
0: characters is just a minefield for me. Because he worked for Darth anyway.
1: What I would like to see is, is fucking Kylo Ren just obliterate him. Oh my God. I would no. love for him. Yes, let the past die. It's the whole fucking point of the new oh. franchise. And then he I takes love, the cape. Yeah, <laughs> I would love for it to be like, "I knew your dad," and him just be like, "Fuck this, you for even yeah, mentioning my dad." I just can't even That's imagine. True. No, I just can't. I want to see a noble death. I want to see the the uh, the Admiral Akbar fucking super fans who didn't exist until the last year. well,
0: because he's in him. He's a meme. Yeah. yeah, Akbar's a meme I love memes yeah, Well and, and people were
1: like he, he just died off screen yeah. I'm really upset You yeah. didn't get well, too fucked my favorite it's character the bit. Oh yeah. the squid is... <laughs> Oh yeah Who had three lines Calamari. Yeah, Mon yeah. Calamari Mon Calamari Mon Calamari Whatever ah. It's fucking bullshit That they would even like get Argue about that he's that. a great yeah. character oh, I would love was... to see The death that Fans act like they wanted For him Given to Lando mm. I would love to see Like a brutal like Him being like I was at your fucking space christening. Like, I, <laughs> I changed your space diapers. Yeah. Like, I'm your Uncle Lando. Your dad was a good man. You're a bad boy. You're in timeout. And yeah. It just like fucking... Slice him up, you know what I mean? Because otherwise, all will have is chewy,
0: and then he he can just be chewy like...
1: chewy in R two and C three PO.
2: Right, but otherwise, the actress who plays Leia is it's gone. done. So we'll what do you do see with her? How that's played out.
0: Yeah, they no could do it in the there. crawl. They could honestly do it in the crawl. And of that's course, Leia died shit, in her cop sleep. Out. If cop that out. just if that yeah.
1: just scrolled by, oh, I would lose my hope. Mind. Is that there are scenes that they filmed for Last Jedi that are not featured in anything else that they can repurpose. Where in the crawl it can say, Leia is on Coruscant rallying the troops for the resistance. You will not be
0: seeing her.
2: Yeah. <laughs> if it just said that, or you will see her in one wide didn't, shot at the end.
0: Didn't Coruscant get blown up by Killer Base?
1: <laughs> was it? I, c- I can't remember I if can't it was. One remember of the Coruscant
0: enough. blew up all the Federation, not Federation, that's Star Trek, but all the um,
1: <laughs> like Starfleet protocols. The, the Republic
0: it. planets. It right? did. Yeah. So, it well,
1: blew up uh, a system. I don't know if which was Corissant one. Courson is of the in the
0: yeah, because everyone's standing on the balcony and uh, they, hey, how about yeah. this? Though? Anyway,
2: does Carrie Russell look exactly like she would play Ray's mom?
0: Yeah, she
1: sure does. I hope she's not, but she sure does. So the role, of the Jay? casting
2: call supposedly was for heavy battle experience, combat yeah. roles, things like that. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Who knows? Who knows? um she's gonna be an ally character she's a new character like haldo do, Laura you, guys, do you guys
1: trust jj abram to finish something uh ooh, okay. It'll be the first time he did question yeah oh was um, that <laughs> was that an offensive no question? i'm did not a, guys, i, I watch fin- i love you jj but i didn't finish lost did uh, you finish lost
0: i did and i was okay. very upset okay interesting i was very hurt
1: i don't care about lost yeah uh, 100 i don't care about heroes Oh, there's two... <laughs> he, that's two massive <laughs> <laughs> No, but like, you know, those yeah. are the two TV shows that yeah. people love to group together. Sure.
0: Being uh, a uh, Last Jedi hater, I'd I'm, I'm rather not have Rain Johnson doing it. Yeah. Even though you said, yeah, The see. Last Jedi was just a soft reboot of A New Hope, basically okay, the same plot yeah. points.
1: Did you say Last Jedi was?
0: Not, sorry, sorry, not Last Jedi. Oh, okay. Force Awakens, Force Awakens. was a...
1: I was going to say, Mike, <laughs> we're going to have a fist fight. Yeah, here, yeah, honestly. no. Please I don't say. punch me. <laughs> um,
0: I need to drive home. Um But, I don't know. It's, he, to me, captured that Star Wars feeling. Like, I know Rain Johnson wanted to do something different. Maybe I'm... A big idiot for not wanting something different, which you we're going to get don't to later. Get it. I just don't get it. <laughs> so. No. See,
1: I hate both those takes. Yes, I hate and obviously neither of those are arguments.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I, I just. We need
1: to pick a moderator for our Last Jedi episode. That's true. Ooh, that's a good idea.
0: We'll get a moderator. We'll get Yoda's ghost or something. We'll yeah. See. He's the yeah. only one who can. So Star Wars things are put on hold. I don't think they really are because things are making money and uh, they might just be reevaluating.
1: I think they yeah they got to figure out what they're going to do because. Money says that seeing characters that are already established is not something that people want.
2: No. And right. as we mentioned before, the remake The Last Jedi campaign, that is failing. It is oh, not going dumb. through. It uh, was a the joke replace to Kathleen with. Kennedy campaign. They've come out and said that is not happening. Come on, guys.
0: You know, they gotta stand their ground too. They can't just be like, oh, all you internet fans. And I know like you know, it's not like them trying to spit on them, but they can't just, like, go to the whim of a tweet no. fucking survey.
1: Yeah, and also, I mean, I think it's worth noting on this podcast, you will not find anyone pro or anti Last Jedi who, who supports harassment of anyone involved. No, Everyone has been very disappointed to see the stuff with... Uh, kathleen kennedy and the actress who played rose tico like we're n- no one here is for that don't harass
0: people yeah. yeah that's terrible stop yeah. being such a low life come on yeah. it's such a fucking move milker okay
2: yeah, you <laughs> fucking nerf herders all right yeah. so hey, mike tell us our next thing what are we jumping on to next
0: all right so next we're going to be looking at the dark souls remaster i mentioned that it was coming out we had a dark souls episode and i have actually gotten to play it so let's uh talk about that your thoughts So I finally got a chance to get my hands on the Dark Souls remaster. I know, Colin, you're a little bummed that it's still not out for the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, so here's the
2: issue. It dropped on Steam. It dropped on Xbox. It dropped on PlayStation. They were holding it back on Nintendo Switch. They were saying it wasn't ready yet. Everybody thought when it dropped, we would at least get a release date or something. We have not seen that yet.
0: Even through E3, there was no release date. There was
2: no mention of it. At this point, I mean, I've completely lost interest.
0: Yeah, oh, you get... you're just over it.
2: Oh, 100%. What, I want to play Dark Souls on the go? I've got a zillion other games to play. And you still got the Breath of the died. Wild.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a big thing. They missed the, the hype train because the one thing I really enjoyed about playing the remaster on PS4 is the community is back. You know, I was getting invaded. I was invading people. It was, like, very active. There's a lot of players online. Uh, you can help people beat bosses. It's just there's more people there. I like that. But that is already starting to die off. Like the initial excitement is dying off, and then Nintendo Switch. Obviously, they're not going to be on the same server, but they're like missing that.
1: Did you uh, change up your tactic at all, or are you rolling the same type yeah, of character? Did you have a little fun. Oh
0: yeah. So this time I built um, a pure strength build. So I am only putting points in strength, and I just have a giant a uh, club. Yeah. So
1: that's kind of what colin did in his run yeah. i mean when i played it for the first time i was playing a strength build
0: yeah and it's just my whole point is how few hits can i take out a boss so uh Damn. i'm like five to six hits i put just enough intelligence to infuse my weapon uh, great magic weapon adds 200 ar attack rating and i can kill most bosses in less than 10 hits um it means i have no shield and i need to dodge good. So I can kill them quickly, but they can also kill me easily. So mm-hmm. as long as I'm dodging, though, uh, most of them go down. Ornstein and Smo, the 2v1 boss fight, was still a half day. I took the day off work. I remember and like, that, yeah. Oh, my God. I w- it was like almost 6 p.m. by the time Hilarious I did it. <laughs> I did. You take put the- in a
1: full eight hours, man. I remember talking yeah, about Yeah,
0: just trying to beat this 2v1 boss. With- Cause oh, yeah. I swing the weapon so slow, and Ornstein moves quickly. So if I miss the initial hit, I'm just getting wrecked. So the trade-off is it's very slow, but it's been fun. The community's back, and other than that, I mean, I should have checked the sales numbers, but I mean, you know, it's out there. It's a Dark Souls remaster. It came out in 2011, so it's an old game, but... Uh,
2: hey, we didn't mention this the first time we talked about it. Ornstein and Smug were the boss duo that kicked me off the game for a year and a half, where I took my little sabbatical or of you were just done. being like, I'm absolutely done. Is yeah. that the hardest boss for you, Mike, as a guy who plays every one of these games still? Yeah, absolutely.
0: Right? The hardest boss for me, period. Honestly, I'm feeling like um, Sister Freyde and Ariandel and the Dark Souls 3 DLC is harder for me.
2: But the
0: it's game so
2: change up. in that, exactly. The fact that you're going through phase changes a lot more like Because um, that has Blood three Born. phases. Exactly. It's a little different. You get the phase changes with Ornstein and Smug as well, in one. that you kill one of them, the other gets amped up. But boy, I just remember thinking, this is motherfucking unfair. In Dark Souls
0: <laughs> 1, definitely doing this run through, I knew yeah, that like, once I defeated them, you were prepared the hardest part was yeah. done. Mm-hmm. Like Everything else has been nothing, but. It's a cakewalk. Yeah, yeah. Even like Artorius in the DLC, notoriously tough. Beat him in like two or three tries, hit him five times, you know. But and
2: the remake bundle comes with all the original DC comes with all Dark the DLC. Souls there was
0: only one DLC, cool. but you get that. And, uh, I mean, it looks good. It runs at 60 frames, so you do have a little bit more data to time your rolls. Yeah. PC players have been playing at 60 frames, so whatever. But for a console player, it's been fun. And that's really all I have to say about the remaster. It's just fun to have a community back.
1: And good luck, Nintendo. Playing
0: the classic, yeah.
1: I mean, it's one of those things where, like, I enjoyed it when we played it the first time around. Um... But in the Pokemon episode, we had talked about wanting to buy a Switch based off of uh, some of the new games coming there. I mean, when I get my Switch eventually, maybe I'll get it if it's out then. If it's out. Um, yeah,
0: might not even. It'll be cheaper then, though.
1: It not coming out was kind of a huge detriment to like, because I was really considering buying a Switch and then that announcement came and went and I was kind of like, uh,
0: eh, Whatever. Yeah. It's a different development team, too. It's not the same team porting it over, so they're having some difficulties, I think, oh, with the hardware to get it to run properly. There's so. no
2: communication.
0: So folks that wanted it on the Switch, I'm sorry. Folks playing it on the consoles and PC, I'll see you on the Invasion servers. and. That's Dark Souls. How has the
1: invasion been for you? Have you uh you been kicking some ass on there or
0: Honestly, the weapon I have is not good for PvP. It's so slow. Yeah, you would be way and too weighed it's down. Parryable. Mm-hmm. It's just so if I miss once, I'm getting backstabbed and just poi you know. Ricard's Rapier is just poise-breaking me with jabs. So it's not good for PvP. I was not doing that. Um I have stolen some dragon scales from people i've gone into their world and gotten some upgrade materials by taking them out but so is
1: this the first time as a player you've invaded
0: yeah actually i did because i was trying to upgrade my giant club so i invaded to try to take their shit and i did a couple times i felt kind of bad but i felt like it was a non-canon adventure for my character
1: okay because i remember when we talked in the episode that was very against the very character defense. yeah yeah
0: yeah no i just i, I just, now
1: know this is mirror universe mike
0: i needed those dragon <laughs> yeah, scales really. man i just needed <laughs> them real bad yeah so it's it's been fun um so yeah dark souls remaster i think that's it i did invade for the first time though
2: all right well joe mentioned pokemon there's been a little movement yep. there a little news there i don't know if you guys saw the latest trailer, the new trailer. after
1: uh, e3 we saw for pokemon let's go yeah oh, i loved it man it got me so much. I was already on team. Oh, I'm going to buy a switch for this game. That trailer came out. I'm a hundred percent in minute and a half. And yet we're seeing the gyms. We're seeing audiences.
2: We're seeing Misty and Brock looking exactly how you would want them to. It plays into that old world. You're flying around on a Charizard. If you're using those HMs, I mean, we're finding out some cool stuff about these games it's guys. If you're exciting. an old school fan.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned on the Pokemon episode, this is right up your alley, because that's the one you're most familiar with, and like, that's what connects to you the most. And yeah, so as you're, a it's a pure, yellow
1: remake. As a pure Pokemon normie, it's exactly what I would
0: want. And in a world where nostalgia is the driving force of all marketing, it's like really playing into that. Like, Here's Brock, here's Misty, here's the gyms, here's a Charizard you can fly on, right? Like, it's now, smart. Now,
2: here's an issue communication-wise. Again, we didn't see these wild encounters where you see the CP numbers. Now, this is something they introduced in Pokemon Go. That's how you catch the Pokemon. Your CP number reflects the number of that type of Pokemon you have together. They're not elaborating on what that means for Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Why is that number there? We just saw battles. Now, the battle system looks exactly the same, but we know that the catching mechanics are different. There is no wild battle element. Like Pokemon Let's or Pokemon Go, it's just throwing the pokeballs to catch them. That's where we're getting that Pokemon peripheral to purchase as well. Yeah, which Joe you mentioned before. Oh, we'd be lucky if that thing was under forty dollars. You were right on the money. They announced it. It's sixty
0: bucks. That's wow. exactly yeah, what, what I that's said. That's exactly what you that's said. Wow. That's fucking bullshit. My fucking profit. Yeah, no, that's too much.
1: Um, yeah, I, I'm not surprised by that at all. But I do hope, and I was talking to a friend at work that they think there might be, um. Some still kind of like on the fence about the mechanics of wild battles and that that might be a thing that they're still. just
2: not showing it because they have not figured out what they want to do, which yet I
1: think might mm. be the truth. I mean, I think there might be a little bit of like, oh, maybe there'll be a bonus and you can just do the Pokemon Go style catch if you buy that peripheral. But they, otherwise, yeah, they might do wild seen battles. the reception kind of be a little
2: cold, so I could definitely believe what you're saying. Yeah.
1: And I think, you know, like, as a company, there's something to be said. I mean, we talked about it a little bit with Star Wars here. Like, it's the internet age, man. Like, people will react to what you put out there. And I think uh, sometimes that's good, sometimes that's bad. In this case, I hope that leads to better gameplay before it comes out
2: oh i mean we definitely saw that with reactions to fallout 76 something we talked about in the bethesda episode yep Mm, i mean they're just trickling that information out because it seems like with every announcement fans are just getting more and more wound up against it
1: yeah and that's something where it's like again you're you're going after a hardcore gaming audience i mean like we talked about it in bethesda like those audiences love the, the mythos and the world that's built there just like, like the star wars fan yeah. yeah they're you, so you gotta, tied to it you got to be good to it
0: you live and die by your tweets now
1: <laughs> you really do i mean yeah. it's it's serious especially for companies i mean you know look at star wars like oh you didn't like solo okay well we're not gonna waste a hundred million dollars on making an obi-wan movie if we don't know you're gonna love it yeah Well,
2: here's a negative reaction to Pokemon as well. I want to get your guys' take on it. In these Let's Go games, when you're going around for picking up wild Pokemon, you're in the tall grass, exactly as we've seen before. In the past games, it's been rustling, or you've seen a black, shadowy figure so that you don't know what Pokemon it is. In this one, the Pokemon just stand there. You know exactly what Pokemon you're walking around seeing, what one you're going for, exactly like Pokemon Go. A lot of the fans are not liking this. Now, to me, that's realistic. I would know what I was looking at. It's not like I'm going to get confused by the tall grass, but how do you guys feel about this?
1: I love it in that how many times in your first 20 minutes of playing through a Gen 1 Pokemon game, red, blue, yellow, you know, the re-release of green, any of those, did you spend time like, oh, it's another fucking Weedle. I have yeah. 30 Weedles. Of you know course, what I mean? like, but I now you're hitting anymore. this
2: criticism. It's for
1: babies. They're making it easier. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm a baby. <laughs> I'm a baby who likes to just enjoy the things that I enjoy without yeah. having my time wasted.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Not having your time wasted, because as adults who play games and have jobs and responsibilities,
2: I got twenty minutes. It's, yeah, it, yeah, and I'm right? gonna waste
0: that twenty minutes catching fucking weevils. Weevils, uh, yeah. Being no, real thanks. mad about it. Yeah, like it's respectful of my time, if nothing else, to give me that feature. And I really appreciate get a game if it's respectful of my time. I hate games that force me to grind just because, you know, that's what they require of me. Like, you don't make a longer game by having to pat it out. So that shows me as a concession that is respectful of me as a gamer. Oh, as
1: a Dark Souls fan saying he hates games that make him glim. You don't have to, though. You can beat
0: the whole game level one if you're good enough. Absolutely. It's, it's all about your skill. You don't have get to good. grind. You can just take somebody's dragon scales and make your weapon stronger.
2: You know, it's becoming more and more obvious that this Pokemon game is just a test model for that core series game that they're still announcing coming out in 2019. But I still think that's a good direction to be going. I'm enjoying a lot of what I'm seeing. So if this is the
1: prototype, keep working. And as someone who hasn't played in a long time, if I enjoy this game, that gives me more reason to jump into a new game. You'll be hooked. Yeah. I Especially. Mean, like, and for, for a casual fan going from 151 Pokemon to 900 something after they annex oh the, the next generation, that's huge.
0: Yeah. And like you were just saying, you know, it's somebody who maybe grew up with the original red and blue, maybe silver, and then they got out of it because that's what happened to me. I played X and Y. You want to get them back in the nostalgia trip. So you use all those elements Here's Pokemon and characters you're familiar with. It's a little bit easier, so you don't have to spend so much time searching for which one you want to catch. So you're giving um, accessibility concessions to bring them back into the fandom. And then when the new game comes out, they're now on board.
2: Look, you say accessibility. This is a prototype console for Nintendo, right? I mean, this is something that they want to hook as a AAA-type feature to get people playing their systems. The first Pokemon game on that system is going to be a taste of the past. I mean, it's going to be what you always wanted. I think they're doing that great.
1: Oh, they're, they're, I mean, they've tricked me. (laughs) Like, I haven't spent it yet, but you've got my money. I mean. Fry meme. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Shut up and take (laughs) Take my my money. money. I'm I'm going to buy the new Pokemon game. And we've got uh, Super Smash Bros. coming on that system. Breath of the Wild, I got a taste of calling through your console. But like, those are all games. I'm going to get a Switch. And there's going to be plenty for me to play right out the gate.
0: All right. Well, shifting gears from kind of the Pokemon stuff, you know, you're bitching about a Weevil, um, and uh, that's a bug type, and Ant Man is a bug type hero. I want to talk about some Marvel stuff. We talked about Infinity War and Captain America. You guys had your episode. I, I missed you guys, but you did a great uh, job.
1: Oh, we missed you too. We yeah, missed you too. Um, Incredible segue there, Mike.
0: <laughs> yeah, so hey, you know.
2: Ant Man and the Wasp is superhero perfection. The year of Marvel Studios continues. See it again and again. I'll be seeing you again. Where? Like, in general. Oh, I thought you were inviting me somewhere. Don't miss Ant Man and the Wasp.
1: It's PG 13.
0: I want to talk about that. Any new Marvel news? Did you guys see Ant Man 2 and the Wasp? I did. I did see it. I saw it as well.
1: I've not seen it yet. Uh, and this okay. is. In, in 10 years, the longest I've gone without seeing a movie. Ooh, Wow. Yeah, wow. You, you were on vacation, we should say. Yeah, That's right. I was you're just, out, I of was town. out of town. I was visiting family. I, I haven't had a chance to get to the theater yet. He um, was on House of Wrestling Like Scout Lane. Exactly. Yeah. I'm excited to get there. Um, But I just haven't had a chance yet.
2: Here's the big thing for us and our listeners. We can confirm and say, and obviously a little bit of spoiler alert here, but it does tie into Infinity War. It does. You know, you see a a very nice post-cred scene pay out. You know, we a lot of people had so many questions about what is the timeline of this? Where does this go? Where does it fit in? You get those answers, and and that's exciting to me.
0: Yeah, and I hope, Joe, you don't mind. We're going to be talking spoilers as we discuss this. I
1: mean, you kind of have to. Um...
0: There's not much there, to be honest. No, I understand. It's all where about the post it It's all I'll, about the post credit
1: scene. I'll just ask scene. you flat
2: out, Mike: Did you like it? I'll say it was not my favorite film.
0: I think it's the second worst Marvel film.
2: I would maybe agree with that. And I Ooh. like
0: Ant Man. I like Ant Man one a lot, and I really wanted the Edgar Wright version. Like, I really thought that was fun.
2: See, this is interesting. This is a double letdown for me. That first Ant Man movie, I think, is the only Marvel movie that is
0: boring. Really? Yeah. Really. See, I liked about it.
1: Dark World. Well, Dark World, Dark,
2: Dark World has great? some incredible cinematography and just the fact bleached that... bleached eyebrows. You know, you... I mean, you know, Ant-Man has such fun characters. Michael Pena, of course, very fun, very Louise, interesting. Uh, as the character Louise. He's a little
0: extra in this one, yeah. I feel. Yeah, well,
1: because he did well in the first one, so... Of but
0: double down. In the Dark
2: World, you can just hold on to Loki the entire time. I mean, he steals that. It's a Midnight Run buddy cop feature, essentially, with a prisoner and the prison guard, right? I mean, you yeah, know, yeah. there's just something tangible there for me anyways. Amen and the wasp, it just felt like every scene was a setup for the next scene. you know, there's no through line. A lot of the lead to is where are we going next? What are we going to do next? You got to get that thing? Are we going to get that thing? Wasn't this a fun day we had? Well I mean okay, that's how And that's... you're like, oh
1: don't you do do you like the wasp? Oh, I really like the wasp. I think story. the wasp is fun. This yeah. is our first run with her as a full she looks character. great. She's
0: really cool. Evangeline Lily. Of Lost Fame, right? That's right. Yeah. And
1: I appreciate I have not seen the movie yet, but I've read a ton of reviews and I have recently watched the first one. Um in the first one she is very serious. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. She's, she's like Bryce
0: Dallas Howard in Jurassic World. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, unfortunately. And I appreciate she... that in the
1: second one they've they've upped that uh or kind of let go of that a little bit and let her have a little more fun. Thor was very serious too oh, early yeah. on
0: and they eased off on him. So yeah. I think it's Well,
1: and I appreciate that. Like it's a fun universe. <laughs> let her have fun. Yeah, unfortunately,
2: in my opinion, Scott Lang gets to have a lot more fun. And since the dichotomy of their relationship would be the goofy one versus the serious one, play into that, absolutely. But a lot of her burden of this film is also expositional. So when you have that dragging down her character,
1: too, it can be a little. You would have thought they would have just given that to Hank Pym. And again, this is like I haven't seen the movie, so it's all
0: inconsequential. I mean, do you mind if we just give you a quick breakdown?
1: Uh, spoil the post-cred scene for me. <laughs> like, All right. Can we just, I've been waiting yeah. for right. someone yeah, yeah, yeah. to do it. Yeah, we'll hold so on. So
0: without any, you. spoil the post-cred right now, right? Yeah, yeah let's just do okay. it. Let's just do it. So basically ends, uh, Scott Lang is in the quantum realm. Um, he's sense. he's calling back. Hey guys, I'm ready to come back. Hit the button so I can come back. And Just no a real there. quick
2: note. He has a super cool jar that uh, was actually developed by Hank Pym to collect quantum in particles. The comic right? books to collect quantum particles. Oh, so so we're seeing a little bit oh, of cool. uh, a, a that's Easter all the way back
1: day. to Strange Adventure mm-hmm. days. Well.
0: Yeah. So he's down there collecting the particles. Hey, bring me back up. You know, I'm ready to go. Cut to dust. His command center. The people who are supposed to bring him back. Wasp. Uh, Hank Pym.
2: And he's completely alone. So the last thing that we get is the female wasp played by Michelle Pfeiffer. The original Janet Van Dyne says to him, Scott, when you're in there... Watch out for time storms, which is some sort of, you know, macguffin or strange Oh, no,
1: I'm at the end of Avengers 1, and now I'm here to be a founding member.
2: Exactly, that they sort of set up to say, while you're in there, look out for this. They then disappear. It's like a time vortex, yeah. Yeah, and it looks a lot like the Dark World, where you're kind of seeing the galaxy or a mirrored, you know, blah,
1: blah, blah. So inadvertently, you spoiled another thing for me that I thought would happen. Uh, So Hank Pym survives. Yeah, Hank Man Pym does not. Oh, yes.
2: Survives. Yeah. I'm sorry, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Survives the movie and yeah, then doesn't survive the, yes. the snap. Yeah, the snap. The family is destroyed at the end, but the original Wasp and the original Ant-Man do survive the film, yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. yeah. See, I thought for sure that Hank Pym would have died. Another die loss the of, of these the mentors. <laughs> yeah. That Marvel's I was trying to be as vague as possible. Yeah, I apologize. But that makes it yeah. a, a kind of exciting for me to know that he survives sure. in that... Okay, so it's not going to be as predictable as
2: further adventures. And now, Peyton Reed has said he might even like to see a prequel film about
1: his adventures. You know, I would like Ant Man versus the Commies? Yeah, yeah. I'd be a well, hundred and cast somebody awesome. Bring into back young fucking Halle Thaw.
0: There was some interesting stuff on Winter Soldier. That,
1: yeah. He could come in. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean like there's that could a bunch of really could cool there. film.
0: So yeah, yeah basically. To not get too specific, to not spoil too much,
1: because we didn't really talk too much Ant Man no. anyway. No, but I just want to hit the yeah. Marvel notes. Yeah. You know,
0: we're not really—I don't know if we'll do an Ant Man episode, right? No, we could. I don't I don't we think could, well, though, but yeah. we'll we mean, see. Tweet you never us. Never say never. Yeah. Tweet us if you want it. Yeah. But the whole movie seems to exist just to build up to that post-credit scene. Mm. The villain is not very engaging. Very mm. kind of throwaway. Yeah. One of the weakest villains in Marvel's history. See, I, I read feel the
1: opposite—that the villain was the only thing that was mm. standing out. In the way I way agree. To me, I feel the villain's thin.
2: Interesting. It's, but it's an issue of plotting. There's
0: cool say. ideas oh. and cool action yep. set pieces using the powers that the villain has. Oh, absolutely. Visually stunning. But, and like uh, Lawrence Fishburne.
1: Goliath. Don't spoil too much about him. No no. no, 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 no. But no.
0: there's thinness. There's this thinness. Like, I, I just wish... We're
1: lucky that he was referenced at all, to be honest. I mean, oh, just yeah. Yeah. But an Absolutely MCU cool up. take on the So that's
0: it. Right? Yeah, without getting too crazy, yeah. it, it all builds up to that post-credit scene. How
2: about
1: this? Yeah. Let's jump to another
2: movie that you said you did not see, Joe, but you don't mind getting spoiled for you. Mike, let's talk Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, let's go to the Read most. the whole plot. Yeah. Know everything. Yeah. Let's uh, go there. Go. Well, then I'm very interested in your take on where this franchise is about to go.
1: So let me say this first. Though. I wish it would have... Or just uh, right at the gate. Why not jump
2: the shark? Just jump
0: the yeah, shark. Man. They almost did. They <laughs> like, almost, almost did. did. Do it.
2: Mike, did
1: you like it?
0: All right. I like the second half. Interesting. A lot more than the first I half. I only like the first half. Oh, my God. So,
2: okay. We're going to be well, against opposites. odds here. Joe, you read the plot, yes. But if you had to... Before going into it, based on the trailers, what would you have guessed was the plot of that film?
1: I would have assumed it is about the island exploding, the dinosaurs getting saved, and then sold off in a sneak attack. You were working for the bad guys See, all but along. you're even all getting that. All from
0: the trailer.
2: I would have just assumed. I can't remember if it, it had that bad guy stuff. I, I just thought it was about the cataclysmic event, the volcano itself. Five minutes, ten minutes, did you tops watch, of the movie.
1: Did you watch all of the... TV spots, though? I don't know. See, the last set of TV spots literally are like, oh, and Professor Wu's alive, and... Ah, They do give a lot away.
2: Advertising, that is terrible. Yeah, I mean, the
1: advertising is very clear that it's like, oh, you're going to go to, like, the, you know taken market of dinosaurs, Mm. essentially. Listeners, I
2: mentioned before that I was obsessed with this black raptor who is, of course, the monster of the movie sneaking in that little girl's room. So I knew (laughs) it was going to get somewhere. I just figured that they would end up it would be like number two where they would end up in new york somehow or one or
1: two of them it would have snuck back on a boat with them well they're all on i don't know i mean almost the whole movie takes he, place on the mainland right? uh, oh, the it's movie. a monster a
2: half movie. Half movie it's a norcal monster horror movie it's all set in a mansion it's, a it's, a yeah. it's I, insane yeah all i right, all right i hated it so
0: first half Ooh. of the movie they go to the island explosion happens hey uh before that we need you to go and get the the raptor. We need to save the blue one. Can you bring Chris Pratt, to Dallas Howard?
2: Your hand opens up this thing, and all, and Which, by the way, why would yeah, her who hand?
1: Who <laughs> designed this? Blue
2: measure. is the smartest Pokemon on that island. We need so to catch we need it. You to go catch it. I mean, so Chris Pratt, like, can you up
0: swipe? Yeah. So they get him over there. Only if
1: you pay ninety nine cents and get me a Master Bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Only if so. you get my Gulfstream
1: trailer out there. Again. He's
0: out there. He finds Blue. He's about to pet Blue, and like we're buddies military shoots the Tranks you know like which is in the trailer yeah everything you just
1: said I've seen yeah
2: yeah
0: and so then it's like oh betrayed by the military we're not here to save them. we're here to sell him just like Jurassic Park 2 and Jen shows up to capture the animals though then, you know, Island blows up, and then they go to the auction scene. It's to me the best once they get to Spooky Mansion with Dinosaur.
2: Okay, so other than, ev- other than everything <laughs> you just said, Scooby Doo episode with
1: Dinosaur.
0: Yeah. It gets even more Scooby Doo. It's Dino Crisis so, the movie. <laughs> it
2: truly is. So, Mike, everything you just said before you say it gets to the NorCal Mansion is cross cut, Joe, from the perspective of a little girl who has never been seen in this series before. Never. Nope. So, and, you know, once again, we talked about it with the comic books. Why wouldn't you bring in Hammond's grandchildren at this point?
0: I know. Who in the comics, if you've
1: gone back and, and listened to that episode, you do know a little bit more about.
2: Listen to that episode.
1: But you have all
2: these established characters. We made the prediction on the podcast about how much you would see of Goldblum's character. He bookends it. Two with scenes. Two scenes. Oh, the same a, scene. Shot the same day. Same, maybe five minutes. So it is maybe one Maybe three scene. It's
1: one scene. But Split
2: twice. in exactly. half. Exactly. Split in mm-hmm. half. Split. I was much like this episode. So, so, Very true. So the little girl, it turns out, growing up in this spooky mansion, is the granddaughter of Of the secret, never-before-seen
1: silent partner of Hammond, played by James Cromwell. um, You know, we talk a lot about... Well, we don't talk a lot about... In that episode, we mentioned how I feel that this franchise is the new Fast and the Furious which has a history of rewriting the past Very to add true. secret partners. That's true. And that's what they did in this. So maybe that's another nod that like, yeah, Joe's right. He's a pretty smart guy. <laughs> yeah, really you, you have the bullet
2: on this one, dude. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah,
1: I think so.
0: Here's, here's my big point to make on why I liked the second half more than the first half. We've been seeing four movies of dinosaurs on the island with the exception of the end of Lost World, right? Dinosaurs on the island, dinosaurs on the island. And right. it's like, okay, what the fuck else can we do? And once that became Dino Crisis, Resident Evil with dinos,
2: which is exactly where it
0: becomes. Yeah, it's like finally something refreshing. And then at the end credit scene, spoilers, right? A lot of the dinosaurs that were being auctioned, um, Bryce Dallas Howard is going to let them escape. She's going to hit the button, open the doors, let them free. And then she learns, you know what? Maybe they should die because we keep messing with nature. Yeah, boy. And they're about to learn their lesson. And then the little girl hits the button. When no one's looking. And she's made the choice. And so do you know about the little girl? So
2: here's the twist. You've read this twist.
0: She's a clone. So I love it. we
2: have been cross-cutting between this little girl. When we get there, finally the heroes are brought into her story, blah, 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 blah. The silent partner of Hammond lost his daughter back in the day. The reason he has been funding in Jen plays the same character in every fucking movie Every now. movie. Every, every movie, movie, movie now. Every TV show has been funding InGen to work on human cloning. We have finally mapped the human genome. We finally have the ability to do this. The bad guy, Rafe Spall, gives a speech. What would this mean for the rest of the world? You know, when we invented nuclear technology, it was such a change. This is the new frontier, blah, 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 blah. What the fuck does this mean for this franchise going forward? First off, in the movie when the bad guy's explaining to Chris Pratt and all this stuff, he doesn't even have a relationship with this little girl. He just met the granddaughter that day. He doesn't give a shit if she's a clone. And it he doesn't, stops. For the narrative of the movie, it doesn't make any sense to explain it. He gives
0: exposition during a dinosaur attack. Hey, yeah. by the way, that girl, she's a fucking it, clone. Yeah, it doesn't
2: matter. It doesn't mean anything they made a super bad dinosaur the black raptor the indominus rex is
1: that what they call it the
2: black Raptor? no it's the indoraptor you keep saying that i'm like what the <laughs> fuck yeah. does that mean? it's the indoraptor, Indo-Raptor indominus it's got a super dope yellow stripe on it which red eyes badass. red eyes hooked claws and i'll give it this of the monster design the super dope thing about it is joe the weakness, blocks, of course, right? no, I It wish. doesn't have or that. Or that it would talk. I thought it Which you think it would. <laughs> you would think it would. The T-Rex does. And listeners, Indo-Rex. I apologize, because remember, I said it would talk. It does not talk, I wish it did. I wish it did. Everyone was like, why the fuck
1: you- they did it do this? No, it totally makes sense.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You got us. You got us. Um, the cool part about it is, obviously, the weakness of all dinosaurs is their small limbs, their small front limbs. It's like a panther. It moves on all four. <laughs> it's, like, its limbs are equally long, so it long just arm. skulks around the room like a fucking monster. It looks like it's straight out of those things from uh, what's the Vin Diesel movie, Pitch Black. Yeah, Pitch Black, yeah
1: the looked Pitch Black fucking franchise. tight as hell.
0: And I look back at the original um, Jurassic World, and honestly, the Indominus Rex is a cool design, mm. actually. So I think I really
1: like that design.
0: Yeah, I think their true. genetic dinosaurs are cool, yeah. and it does set a trap. The Indominus yeah. Raptor. It gets shot by tranquilizers and it pretends to fall asleep. And then the guy goes in the cage
2: to to take its tooth Just kidding. I'll get you for some fucking reason. Fucking no reason. But it
0: looks at the fucking camera and smiles at the audience like i love it got him
1: that's my favorite it fucking is, moment
2: like, yeah. that's me i, I is will peak. i honestly said to the people that i went and saw this with i predicted that it would talk i win because it smiles it <laughs> i mean the at idea the camera. that it you looks that to the camera yeah. and it moves it's, yeah it's, it's yeah. like it understands what's going yeah. on I whatever don't. i'm fucking no sleeping.
0: here's what i all right yeah. so i said this thing is so fucking weird and red letter media picked this up too on the half in the bag They mentioned shout out Red Letter Media. Shout out Red Letter. Go ahead and watch this. They got a guy named Mike on their show too. All right,
1: we have one of those. Come on, man. Yeah. So
0: Mike from Mike, what do you think? They mentioned he can't tell whether it's super smart. Or super savage because half the time it's just smashing its face through things and then the next scene it's like opening a window carefully and being very creepy. <laughs> just kidding. Yes. Right?
2: Well, here's how it was made. It was made to feel no emotions. At one point, BD
1: Wong What the fuck does that mean it was at made to one point be- But it
0: needs a mother. At one this point This
1: dinosaur, it's sad and has mommy issues. At mm-hmm. one it's like point, fucking Joe fucking same. BD
2: Wong says it's because it had no mother. Like it's, it's because it it's
1: mummy so didn't but love it.
0: here's my meta interpretation here the indominus raptor is so fucking smart that it knows it's in a shitty monster movie <laughs> and it's playing the part it looks at the camera and says i got him yep. and then it's like you want me to be a dumb monster i'll smash through some stuff you want me to be creepy it knows it's in a shitty hollywood movie
2: it's as good as i Michael love Myers. how yeah. we love
1: the jurassic park franchise so much that we're willing to forgive anything and everything to just be like,
0: no, they know what they're doing. No, they know they made a bad movie. No, they don't. They the, love it. The yeah. raptor itself knows. That's yeah. how smart it is. It knows it's in a script. Yeah. So
2: the promise of the end of the film. Yeah. I'm just thinking about the geneticism, the human cloning, and the fact that the last shot of the movie is pterodactyls getting away almost all of Why? three. credit <laughs> scene, they are in along, Vegas. Exactly, and they're flying what? along the There's highway. There's a post credit scene? So is truly... this the first credit scene Ever in, in Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park, France? So it truly has so. become a Jurassic world. Besides the game. Is that what? What is the future?
0: All right.
1: A B.D. Wong Velociraptor clone <laughs> hybrid cross. That is his son. That he yeah. will say,
2: it is my yeah. child. He has, yeah,
1: he'll come out in a wheelchair because yep. it attacked uh-huh. him and like, broke his brain. Oh, and be like, I, I could see that. It survives. I could see that. I 100%. love it. It's the new Vegas planet.
0: jumping. They're jumping the shark. I think this movie serves as a, the, the missing link in evolution of where the series needs to go, right? <sighs> but look, Jurassic Park is about, we shouldn't have made dinosaurs. We shouldn't play God. And then at the end of the movie, Bryce Dallas Howard's going to release them. And she's like, no, we shouldn't. And then the girl does. And she's like, but they're alive like me. I'm yeah, exactly. I'm alive because I'm exactly. a clone. Exactly.
2: exactly. Does she, she know she's a clone? She, she has learned by that point, explains. so she's oh, okay. making the point yeah, that I all I knew she was, to was a clone. They I might
0: be clones and not supposed yeah. to be here, but I'm not supposed and to be she here is either. Terrible. Let me just tell you. Yeah. she, she is is terrible. looked terrible. At so terrible. she lets them out. Um, they almost learned their lesson. I was like, finally, Jurassic Park is going to learn. Dinosaurs are bad. Nope. Do you
1: think we'll see a Muldoon Raptor? Clone in the next movie as the well, villain.
2: I don't know. Never. You're saying this. Here's my pitch to you guys. Now, was there a toy line when we were kids that crossed species? That was like raptors I, with four arms or
1: anything like
0: I that. Remember or, like, I remember some crazy ones. Some of
2: them had the, like McFarlane platings or something. Monster toys.
1: Oh, I know what you're thinking. The um, what's the one with the super hard skull? Kind of like bashing. Packy and Cephalus. Let me tell you, uh, one
2: of those has a whole scene in this fucking movie.
1: Oh, in the toys, one of them had a steel plated vest that they had. So that might be His thing. head is he
0: his weapon, but he wears over. a vest.
2: I could see cross species being the bad guys in the next film
0: here's what i'm seeing
1: so you think that evolution is here though truly We're see fully a
2: monster evolution
0: I, I don't think like because all right they showed bd wall by the way
1: 2021 it's
2: happening it's green lit it's on the way we mm-hmm. should also say a lot of people trying to get colin trevorrow
0: removed now yeah i want to get what? get him out get him out because this horror shit is dope i love dinosaur ah. mansion i love dinosaur he wrote mansion wrote this one he wrote it, but he didn't direct it. The tone but and he wrote it. the look... So he knew where it was
2: going. He came up with the idea of a haunted house let him with dinosaurs. It. Let him
0: write it, but don't let him direct it.
2: I don't I don't want him... I don't... This is another thing where if we're talking about the baton passing, how are we going to finish up Star Wars? I do not want them to go through with whatever their perceived ending is for Jurassic Park. I need a complete 360. I need them to go a total different Give direction.
0: Give it to every director ever. Yeah. Right? I want planet of the dinosaurs let's do a planet of the apes (laughs) flip i want humans living in suburbia with no electricity hiding in their little two-story houses with spears because the dinosaurs have taken over i don't fucking care i just want something different this set up something different and that's it i'm stoked that there's no more island they blew up the island literally no more no more dinosaurs on the island let's just be different and at least the end half of this was different and that's what it fucking needed because it's just been the same four movies.
1: Yeah.
2: Puerto Rico doesn't Well, have that's because it was supposed dinosaurs. to be one movie,
1: and it made a bunch of money, and now it's five movies.
0: Right. And also, quick quick note, the iRaptor and the iRex, is that like a comment on Apple marketing? Right? Like, is it Terrible. subtle, or is it not? Terrible. Anyway. I love Dinosaur Mansion. I want more. And that's my thoughts on it. I
2: do not. <laughs> I was very let down.
0: I, I don't know. I wanted the monster to be calculating. I Let wanted down, it to like down,
1: man. It's your fault for having high hopes in the first place. Yeah, for a B what B movie franchise at best. And it I was mean, not
0: you know crazy enough, was my problem. I wanted it to be even dumber. Like even dumber. And
1: <laughs> do the dumbest shit you can. Just with. own
0: it. Just fucking own it and they didn't. Like they, I, it, it, like what if it didn't smash through shit? What if it was like really smart, like examining the glass and like where's the ladder? Like it's like and solves a math problem. Yeah, like, I'll think, who knows, <laughs> it's right? It's a
1: beautiful mind, meets yeah. Jurassic Park. He, he gets a full scholarship to Harvard.
0: Look. What if he solves world hunger because he's the smartest creature yeah. ever but made? But we don't
1: appreciate him because he's a monster. Look, Damn, Frankenstein. It's not going
2: to <laughs> stop, though. Universal reaches the billion dollar club with this film as well. Wow. Yeah.
1: 2021, it's yeah. happening. Jurassic World 3.
0: So we have three studios, Universal, Warner Brothers, and Disney.
1: Exactly. Basically. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, more or less. Sony's, um, Sony's about to give up.
1: Sony's in the process
0: of giving up. Yeah. Right? They just make refrigerators. Who TVs, wants to pay the most for games. Venom? Yeah. We own it. Who wants <laughs> to bummer. pay for Come it? Come
1: on. If you, if you don't stop us, we'll make a spinoff of every villain we got.
0: Do you want a Black Cat movie?
1: <laughs> well, here you go. You're getting fucking Jared Leto as Morbius because Shame you didn't me. buy us you fast enough.
0: You are getting Morbius. It,
1: so. like, it feels like we're getting punished. Yeah, it does. Getting a Jared Leto Morbius movie feels like we're getting punished for Disney not buying Sony.
0: I like movies that get made because they have to get made. Those are the best ones. Yeah. <laughs> because they're obligated, right? <laughs> All of
1: the ones that happen yeah. every three years, because if they don't, they lose their rights yeah, yep. because of yep. renewal.
0: Oh, God. What the hell are you?
2: We are Venom.
0: <gasps> <gasps> Well, that's the recap, Normies.
2: We appreciate you listening. It's been a fun first ten episodes.
0: And we want you to keep listening. Listen to the Jurassic Park one more. But thank you, Normies, for listening. This has been the conclusion of the double episode of the NormieCon and the wrap-up for our 10th slash 11th episode. And we'll be back. Go ahead and tweet us ideas you think we should cover. If there's anything you want to hear more about, let us know. And uh, any feedback and questions, we'll be doing these recaps every ten episodes from here on out. So if you uh, think we missed something, let us know on the tweet, and we'll address it on the 10-episode uh, recaps.
2: Oh, yeah. We would love to answer your questions live on the episodes. We've loved talking to you guys. It's been really fun, all the cool pop culture stuff. It seems like you guys like Marvel the most, Disney stuff definitely. like that. Uh, we're definitely happy to keep
1: talking about it, but let us know if you want something different. And we appreciate all of the listens we've had. Uh, Twitter followers... We're over 600 now. Keep growing. Uh, Really appreciate all the feedback. If you could go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes, it goes a long way for our visibility. We'd appreciate it. And anything you want us to cover, uh, go ahead and email us. Reach out to us. We're always here for you. We're excited about the show,
2: and we're happy you're here. Yeah, shout out. Who are you? Are, Are you our normie army? The Normaholics,
1: who are you? Yeah, we need a we need a Norma di- Maniacs. Norma we'll
0: figure maniacs. it out. You let us know. We'll find a name. Um, yeah, and you know we're thinking about topics going forward. We're thinking about a horror theme for Halloween. So if you have ideas for topics for that, let us know. But anything in general that's coming up that you would like to uh, hear discussed, please let us know. Give us a ratings review, like Joe said. Really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, any of the stuff we hit in the uh, the first episode of the Normicon, any of those that you would like to see expanded upon, let us know.
0: We'll watch all of Supernatural and talk about it if you want us to. Oh, I've already watched myself. it all. So I've watched come most on, of it.
2: Man. Yeah, Joe's done.
1: You're done. Uh, like, <laughs> like, if you want a
0: Supernatural episode. You're gonna How can I man. not look at Handsome Jared's face?
2: All right. Well, this is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're leaving it on that. Note. You're going to cut me on there. All right. Well, let's, yeah, let's right. get it. Oh, what a Supernatural spaghetti. No, give me Supernatural X Jurassic Park. Boom. Perfect universe. Oh, I would Ooh. love it, man.
1: Sam and Dean hunting down raptors. Fuck yeah, yeah, dude. Sam and Dean riding raptors while (laughs) fighting angels.
0: With Chris Pratt.
1: (laughs) I love it. All
0: right, well, we figured out the next 10 years for uh, Disney and CW combined. Good work.
1: We bridged the gap.
0: On that, bridging the gap. Thank you, guys. It is Mike. Colin. Joe. Thank you, Normies. Have a good one. (laughs)